The Perfect Stress Podcast does not provide medical or nutritional advice, nor is it a substitute for medical or nutritional advice, and is not intended for the prevention, cure, or mitigation of any medical condition or disease. This podcast provides information only. Please consult a physician or nutritionist for advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Stress Podcast, where we walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress-related symptoms. I'm Adam Darrow, your host and founder of MyStressAlarm.com. I mentioned on a couple episodes that I had injured myself, uh, strained my hip flexor and surrounding muscles there, and it's been quite painful every day. I've had to give up hiking and playing tennis and even taking small walks around the neighborhood was not recommended. So uh, just a quick update on that. After a, a month and a half, finally, I'm starting to see signs that I'm getting better, although I took a nice long drive yesterday, maybe a couple hours, and my body does not like that, unfortunately. So I kind of went backwards in my recovery a little bit. So note to self, don't take long drives just yet. Something about how I'm sitting in the the seat, even though I feel like I've got good posture, but just definitely not not working. So, and I'll tell you, I've injured myself many times over the last 15 years because I'm very active and I'm not getting any younger. So injuries are inevitable and bear with me because this leads into today's topic, but, um, you know, I've had injuries that have taken months to get better. It's very underwhelming how I got these injuries. For example, uh, I remember reaching for a bag on the passenger side of my car. It was on the on the floor, and I was sitting in the driver's seat. And the way that I had reached for it, I pulled like a tendon in my arm, which from time to time would send the shock wave up my arm. That was very uncomfortable. It affected my serving when I played tennis. And I could feel it when I did certain chores around the house, uh, just very uncomfortable. And it took months to get better. Of course, last year I fell in the river trying to hop from one rock to another, which was a very stupid thing to do, but I wasn't thinking. And God was really kind to me that day because that could have been far worse than it was. I had, you know, cuts in my arms and, and legs swelling and the biggest bruise on my backside you've ever seen, but no broken bones. The pain was minimal, and I was back out hiking the next week. So the bruise took a month or so to go away, and it looked ugly, but it wasn't painful. But this is the first time that I've injured myself where not only is the pain level between a 5 and an 8 all day, every day, Actually, now I would say it's about a four, between a four and a seven, we'll say, because I am getting better. And that's whether I'm sitting, standing still, walking, laying down, you know, and it's the first time that I've needed physical therapy to get better and haven't even seen signs that I was getting better until a whole month and a half in. So it was getting depressing there for a while, for sure. And let me tell you, the physical therapist had mentioned that if I don't start getting better in the next couple weeks, he could refer me to a spine specialist and I might need to get uh, like a steroid shot or something to help with the inflammation. So I'm not out of the woods just yet. But 
One thing I was telling myself as I was driving home from physical therapy on Thursday was that I felt that I needed to help myself more. The physical therapist can only do so much for me. I have to help myself as well. And I've been doing, you know, the obvious things like giving up physical activities like hiking. I could try, but I won't get very far. Uh, Certainly wouldn't enjoy it. Playing tennis is out of the question. But, you know, lifting cases of water, mowing the lawn, things like that. Uh, Of course, I'm not doing those things. And I've also been, you know, using my massage equipment or my hip flexor per the instructions from my physical therapist and doing the heat therapy and the stretches at home. But I felt like I could do more. And one of the things that I've been learning as a result of this back injury is how important posture is because it's the prolonged positioning and distribution of stress, physical stress on the muscles and spine. And so also I had purchased a lumbar support uh, for my office chair and even purchased the standing desk converter so I can stand, which I haven't really uh, done yet because it's still been a little too painful to just stand for long periods of time. Although I should try it again now. But anyway, um, one of the nice advantages uh, of that desk converter that I didn't realize I was getting is that it hangs over the desk a bit. In other words, the laptop that I use is closer to my body now. And that's been a problem that I was aware of actually before this injury. I always had to slump over a bit because I could never get my chair close enough to the desk to be ergonomically uh, optimal, let's just say. Uh, So the desk converter really fixed that, even though I didn't buy it for that purpose. But anyway, so my office situation is pretty much taken care of from a posture standpoint, which is really important because I spend most of my time in front of my computer, you know, for my day job and, and my side hustles. But one thing I noticed is that the sink in my bathroom is very low to me. I mean, it it doesn't even come up to my waist. And I'm not a tall guy. You know, truth be told, I think I'm shrinking. But anyway, and in the kitchen, same thing. In other words, I have to bend and reach over to use the sink because it's so low. I've never noticed it before because, um, well, I just never noticed it before, but it's not very ergonomic for, you know, the average adult. Maybe it's so it could be accessible to children. I don't know. You know, of course, some 12-year-olds are taller than me too. So, but anyway, the point of good posture is to manage the physical stress that your body endures when you sit, stand, or walk. And also when you lift heavy objects, you know, you bend at the knees because it distributes the stress uh, so your back is not bearing the full brunt of the weight. And I thought, you know, the same kind of thing exists for mental uh, or emotional stress as well, because, and I've thought this out for myself over the years and and even more very recently, and I I thought I would uh, share this with you today. Now, you may say, oh, for mental posture, meditation and mindfulness can really help. But I view those things as exercises, which does help but it's not quite the same as posture. So think of it like this. You may work out at the gym, okay, which is great. 
But does that replace the need to have good posture when you, you sit at your desk at work or stand or walk? No, of course not. So meditation and mindfulness can definitely help, but mental posture is fundamental to how you think throughout the day. Certain rules you could adhere to to keep your mental health in check all the time. Specifically, sustaining lower average brain activity throughout the day. Meaning, train yourself not to overanalyze a situation, to write things down uh, so you don't have to use your brain so much. To, you, know, you know, did I remember to do X? Uh, oh, don't forget to do Y in the morning. You know, have a system, have a short list of tasks, either in your smartphone, on a spreadsheet, piece of paper even, whatever, so you can, you know, prioritize as you go. Don't dwell on all of your great accomplishments that you made today or this week, continually going through everything in your head because you're, you're proud. Of course, a sense of accomplishment is a good thing, but you certainly you know, could get in the habit of overdoing that and not being able to move on quicker, including resting after you've you know, sprinted to the end on a particular task. Also, catching yourself not putting things into perspective, making assumptions that many times will later on prove to be false, and therefore you expended a lot of energy for nothing. And of course, worrying about things outside your control, which I uh, talk about in detail in episode 59, Do You Have a Comprehensive Approach to Managing Stress? So I won't go into detail here, but... um, Uh, Just to point out, in the My Stress Alarm app, you'll notice there's a checkbox that asks if you've been worrying about something all day. The reason for this is that worrying is like a leaky faucet and drains your energy level. So I think if you can work on good mental posture, not overanalyzing situations, writing things down, not dwelling on your accomplishments, putting things into perspective... And of course, not worrying about things that are outside your control. That could be enough to put you in the coasting along category of the sustainability matrix, which I discuss in many of my episodes on this podcast. Uh, Off the top, episodes 9 and 10, and also episodes 45, 46, and 48. Talk about sustainability matrix, sustainability planning. Uh, which is really important. Um, and, and that's really the key, isn't it? Is sustainability. You know, that's what perfect stress is all about. Being as productive as possible, which means being able to sustain that level of productivity, that perfect level of stress where you can be productive, but without overdoing it and triggering symptoms. Because, you know, if you're, if you're thinking too much, your body's going to find ways to talk to you, okay, in the form of uh, stress-related symptoms. Well, that's about it um, for this week's episode on uh, good mental posture. You know, last week I did, um, I, I read for you uh, what I had written. It was just a rough draft for the um, My Stress Alarm app that we're still kind of putting the final touches on, getting our transition screens together and 
you know, just kind of turning it into a smooth app for a good user experience. Uh, but anyway, I read that description last week, and I did get some feedback. Thank you. And and now that I, I, I go back and read that, it was horrible. I mean, it was... It was terrible. It was like over, uh, it was long-winded and, uh, you know, but it, was, yeah, it was a rough draft, as I said. But um, anyway, I rewrote it. And so I thought it would be fun to, to just, you know, run it by you again. And if, if you guys have any feedback, I'd be, uh, I'd, I'd really uh, like to hear it. Um, because you guys helped me out a lot, let me tell you. So here it goes. This is the this is the description that you would see on the App Store um, for this app, and this is a unique app. I mean, I've I've done some research. I've been looking at the uh, at the apps that are that are sort of stress related, and and the My Stress Alarm app is nothing like any of these other apps. So it's going to stick out like a sore thumb, anyway, which I think is a good thing. But anyway, here here goes the description here. Have you ever felt like you pushed yourself so much that it actually affected your health, either physically or mentally? Wish there was a better way to walk that fine line between being productive and overdoing it and triggering stress-related symptoms? Introducing My Stress Alarm, a handy tool that gauges how close you are to triggering stress-related symptoms on any given day. Make data-driven decisions around your workload and how, when to tackle certain tasks. Think of it as Think of it as your collision avoidance system for stress. Who's this for? Hardworking, goal-oriented, ambitious, driven folks who also experience stress-related symptoms like autoimmune disorders, heartburn, tension headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, high blood pressure, depression, or anything else you think might be stress-related. Stop blindly plugging away at your working goals, having no idea when your next flare is going to be. Try My Stress Alarm today. Takes one minute a day. No wearables or sensors needed. Don't let stress get in the way of success. That's better, isn't it? Well, if you have any uh, feedback on that or anything else, please don't be shy. You can comment on the Perfect Stress Facebook page or always feel free to email me directly, adam at perfectstresscoaching.com. Well, that's going to be it for this week. Um, wishing you all good health and success. Stay safe. And thank you very much for listening. If you have an autoimmune disorder, heartburn, tension headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, high blood pressure, depression, or something else you think is stress-related, please try MyStressAlarm.com today. It's free for a limited time. There's no wearables or sensors needed, and it takes just one minute a day if you're slow. That's MyStressAlarm.com. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in, and if you'd like to get new episodes automatically, just click subscribe. Also, I'd be much obliged if you left a review or comment. Well, until next time, wishing you good health and success, and remember, stress less to be your best.